Benchwoman. It is episode 27 on Madiba's radio, the best youth station in the Bay. I'm yours, Gorgs. Today we have guests from our rugby fraternity, Madiba's rugby, team captain and coach of the Varsity Cup, Andrew Trudeau and Liolo Dapula, uh, to discuss their preparations ahead of the opening weekend of the Varsity Cup, uh, which will be held in Pretoria. On the last part of the show, we cross over to a press conference, which was held after the Perth women's side cruised to a 4-1 series victory against India in India. So we will hear what the public have to say, have to ask, perhaps, uh, uh, Hilton Muring. So do stay tuned after the short break on the bench, Roman. Hi, I'm Figile Mbalula, commonly known as uh, Razma Tazmba, Wizi Fligile on Flick. You are listening to Madiba's radio. Keep rocking the Metro Nana. Let's go. You're listening to Madiba's radio. Opening up the ways for you to be heard. So we are joined by team coach and captain Andre Trudeau and Liolo Tapula. Uh, welcome, gentlemen, to the bench, Omar. Oh, thank you. Cool. Uh, f- first, congr- congratulations with your promotion back to the Varsity Cup again. Uh, let's start with you, coach. How has the preparation been uh, leading up to um, the Varsity Cup campaign? Yeah, look, I think it's been uh, positive. Um, the boys did really good work when, uh, due to COVID, we couldn't train on campus and on site. Um, they really put in hard work. So, obviously, we had a bubble camp in December where we had two weeks of preparation. And there were some serious fitness norms and standards uh, assessed and also put in place, which they had to come back after the Christmas break and um, that obviously extended with the level three lockdown. And I must say from our side, the boys uh, impressed. Some of the boys I didn't even recognize when they came back from that break because they'd lost a lot of weights and uh, mm. some had to put on weights and they, they, they really stepped up in terms of the preparation uh, away from campus on their own. And it's tough training on your own. 
Um, so from my side, I was really impressed by the work ethic of the Madiba's players. Now, uh, Dapula, you recently were named as a team captain. Uh, what does it mean for you in leading uh, a pretty much a youthful NMU side? Uh, some big shoes to fill following the likes of uh, past captains, Roy Godfrey, Kevin Kaba, and uh, Luver Klaassen, just to name a few. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's definitely an honor and a privilege uh, leading uh, my varsity. It's definitely an honor and a privilege. And yeah, man, I'm looking to fill those big shoes, basically. Yeah. Mm. Coach, my team, it's better. Uh, so, Coach, was it easy? Was it an easy uh, choice for you announcing the pool as, as a captain after Louisville, class and uh, uh, departing? Yeah, look, uh, one thing about a university is that players finishing will finish their studies and will um, have to continue their uh, careers after studies. So, there will always be a turnover of players. And what we were looking for is obviously a quality player that will be picked. Uh, First, as he, because his play has got to be uh, good enough to, to not even think twice about putting him down on the team sheet. And then also, he's got to have the respect of his fellow players. And I must say, um, so far, uh, Viola has done a great job uh, bringing the boys together um, during obviously tough, uncertain times with the pandemic. Um, and um, we've definitely was an easy decision for us to make him captain. Um, and also just his stature, you know, he's, he's a big strapping guy and, uh, and he can intimidate a few people out there. I won't want to walk into him in a dark alley on a Friday night after a few beers. So, um, you know, he, he, he seems to want to hurt people and that's yeah. a positive. Yeah, uh, Coach, uh, we had a chat late last year regarding the Varsity Cup and the prospective recruits. Uh, can you share with us, now that it's official, who are the new recruits in the squad? Okay, well, obviously, uh, Liola, who used to be with Madibas, has come back, and he's one of our new recruits. Um, then if I just run quickly through, we've got a, a prop, Pinor, who used to represent Western Province under-21s, uh, who's come to join us. We've got a lock, Harry uh, van Eden, who was with uh, Shimlas and uh, up in Bloemfontein. Uh, also played junior rugby for at Cheetahs and uh, Griffins. Um, then we've got, uh, just running through the names quickly, um, we've got uh, Scrum Half, who was with the Kings, Gavin Mills. Um, a fly half slash 12, Tian Skitter, who's played three years of Varsity Cup rugby for Shimlas. Um Aya Willifant, who used to be, uh, who was away, at, also at Shimler's, has come back. Um, and he's been with the club for a year, but he couldn't play last year because he had to sit out a year. So he's uh, also a new addition. Um, then there's also uh, Tian um, Swanapul, who's a junior player who was at the Kings. Um, so... Those are just quickly thinking a few of the new players. Um, and then we also did some recruitment within the university. You know, we've got a guy, uh, uh, Borpi, Flash Borpi, who's oh, a winger yes. who, was play, who was playing hostel rugby. Um, so what we basically did is we went to some hostel coaches, got uh, uh, basically 20 best hostel players and invited them to the initial training camp. And so Flash is still uh, producing the goods. And, and uh, so there's some, obviously some players that we looked at in-house as well. Where are the raw diamonds that was with Madiba's 
um, that just didn't get an opportunity or, um, you know, that, that are student athletes, because essentially yeah. that's what we're looking at. Of course. Uh, Tapula, the coach did mention that um, obviously we were at, with NMU in 2018 briefly, then moved to the Kings, then the, the, then the Cheetahs. In a way, do you feel settled um, back at NMU? Yeah, man, definitely. I feel settled, especially with the type of people I'm working with, mm. like every day. It's just a uh, good vibe at the stadium. So uh, I'm definitely settled and happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Coach, uh, now that you, you've been newly promoted to the Varsity Cup again, what goals and ambitions do you have for the 2021 Varsity Cup season? Yeah, look, we we obviously all South Africans and uh, we want to win every game. But um, realistically, uh, we've set process goals. So we'll take every game for game. Um, but we want to try and uh, reach at least the top six. Um, if things go well, you never know. A bounce of the ball. Um, you know, playoffs, I think the boys are pulling together nicely. I think um, if we can get together, it's it's a different concept playing three games in 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 seven days and repeating that three times. So, but I think we've got the potential to be very competitive this year in the Varsity Cup. So, um, definitely aiming high for at least a, a top six finish for the first year back. It's quite big, but the boys have worked hard enough to try and achieve that. Uh, yeah. Um, now, on taking taking you guys back a bit. Um, Tapula, for yourself, um, what does it mean for you? Um, what expectations do you have for your side since you guys will be the ones playing on the field? Uh, yeah, man, definitely. Like, uh, here in PA, you can see, like, uh, they took they, they took out most of the top-class rugby. So, basically, it means a lot for us. So, basically, everyone's watching us. So, mm. definitely means a lot. We're just trying to give the base some hope, the base rugby some hope, basically. So, yeah, it means a lot for us. Basically, cool. coming back into Vosti Cup and working hard from Vosti Shield. So, it means a lot for us, too, as a players. Mm. So, we're uh, just trying to get back, basically. Cool. Um, now, Coach uh, Coach Andre, um, there's a new coaching staff uh, this year. Uh, you mind talking, taking us through who they are and, uh, and uh, what role will they play in, in the side? Okay. So, we've obviously uh, been fortunate um, to have assembled a really good coaching staff, uh, Luba Barlow Lento is our uh, scrum specialist and forwards coach. Um, and he was with Wusu in um, the Varsity Shield the previous few years. Uh, a really energetic young coach. Um, um, he brings the vibe to the, to the practice and he's on the case of the, co of the players all the time. And I've really been impressed with uh, Luba Balu. And then we've got Luvuyo Mflobiso, who used to play, play for South Africa at under 19 level, also played junior rugby at the Bulls, Bodicum Cup level, Curry Cup level at the Bulls. Um, who's a really uh, good backline coach um, and assisting me with the backline and the attack. So we're working closely together. And then with uh, Coach Lentor in the forwards, we've got our line-out specialist, uh, in Barrent Peterson. Now, Coach Barrent has coached at Madiba's before, but mm. also coached in Super Rugby Pro 14 and coached in Japan. So those are the coaches. And then we've also been fortunate to get Coach Nardis Nivot on board, who's a strength and conditioning mm. coach, who's been with Madiba's in the past, but also with the Kings in Super Rugby and Pro 14. 
Um, he, he really drilled the boys in terms of the fitness and that sort of thing. So, um, all in all, a really good group of men together. And one of the aspects is that they really care for the players. And um, that's a big part of our philosophy is to, to care for the squad members. No, of course. Um, now, on a touch of subject, recently the former Madeba's rugby director, Amigo Ngakane, passed away. What impact has he played within enemy rugby and the rugby fraternity as a whole in, in South Africa? I think you did mention that um, you knew him uh, beforehand. I think it was in Joburg or at Wits or something. Yeah, look, so, so Mr. Amigo uh, was a bigger-than-life character. Um, and he really went out of his way to, number one, try and get a, a, a very competitive squad together. And number two, obviously get a, a really good coaching staff together um, because you, you obviously need um, an experienced coaching staff to lead the players. And um, the, the, the impact he had was huge on, on the squad and his passing will obviously be sorely missed, but the boys will play in his honour for sure this year. 100%. And for you, Dapule, did you, have you have any memories that you might want to share, um, maybe that contact that you had with, with uh, Amigo? Uh, uh, yeah, man. For me, like, uh, as soon as I met the guy, when he contacted me and he was like, uh, do you want to come back to the Madibas, basically? Uh, as soon as he spoke to me, like, I, could, I felt his touch, basically. Like, this guy's a genuine guy and he's a guy that I really want to work with, basically. So, yeah, man. I feel like for him, if it weren't for him, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, definitely, I wouldn't have come back. But since it was him, like the way he just spoke to me and he approached me, I felt like I really want to work, work for this guy, basically. So definitely the season will be in his honor. Mm. All his hard work won't go into play. 90% Tapula. Um, Tapula, now, obviously, guys have eight weeks before the competition starts, if I'm correct. Now, what, what's, what's, the, what's the preparation? What will the preparation be now going forward for in the next eight weeks for you guys? Uh, basically, we have two weeks, basically, now. Yeah, right. so it's two. Yeah, so basically now we've done all the mapping and all the hard work. So now basically we're just trying to sharpen out our skills, basically, and everything and get the detail and properly. So basically that's what we're working on now more than anything. 100%. Now, uh, Coach, um, you guys obviously were based in at, in, uh, in Pretoria for the whole entire competition. Can you do mind sharing um, with us a bit? What's, what, how's the st structure going to be like with the Vosti Cup, the matches, where you guys will be staying, for how long will current quarantine be, um, all those details? Yeah, so basically um, each team will test before traveling to the bubble. Um, and then we will go into a sports village at Tux and all 10 teams will be based at Tuckies. Um, obviously there are something like 10 training fields. Uh, there are two different gyms, two different pools for recovery sessions. So it's basically going to be a little varsity cup village where only the players and the management staffs will be allowed um, in those areas. And um, we've got on the 5th of April, our first game against Spicker. And then every you have basically two days off before you play your next game. And uh, so in the seven days, we'll play the three games. We'll return back to, uh, to campus and PE for a week. And um, 
then we will basically repeat the cycle two more times. Okay. Um, the only thing in the last uh, bubble is that when we qualify for the top four, uh, we'll be staying uh, four days extra to play the semis and the final. Okay. So, so it's going to be hectic. Um, two days turnaround between games where normally you'd have a week to prepare. Um, there's not going to be a lot of time to, to look back. We're going to have to look forward um, and have a next action mentality um, and fix those mistakes really quickly. Um, uh, you know, and also evaluate the opponents very quickly. But it's, it's exciting. I think the boys haven't had rugby for about a year and a half. Um, so that's the exciting part is to actually play and, and do something that they love. And, and also, obviously, because we're in a bubble, uh, luckily classes are online and the boys can also pay some, some attention to the academics while we're there. Um, the management actually sat today and each day we have set, set out some academic time because that's also important. Uh, something that we also can mention is that all the players uh, passed their necessary 60 credits uh, so academically, the boys also did quite well to be able to play varsity cup, which as coaches we want to uh, praise and, and laud because that's great. Hundred percent. Now talking on the, the short um, turnaround between games, do you feel, feel that you obviously will have have, have a bigger bigger squad, and obviously with with COVID um, possibly players getting uh, post, uh, testing positive and stuff, do you feel like you actually have to have a bigger uh, squad? Yeah, so basically, they're only allowing us to take 30 players into um, into the bubble. So you're going to have seven extras. Um, and then we've also got um, 16 players at home mm. who will keep on preparing um, with uh, coaches that are going to stay behind um, so that if we do have injuries or COVID cases, we can uh, fill that up. But for the last uh, two weeks, we have, um, when since starting the contact phase of training, the boys have tested weekly and we have had 46 boys um, preparing. So that is normally, it is a bigger squad than normal. But um, I must say the boys are giving each other some nice gas at training and uh, it's pretty competitive and we love the fight. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, lastly, gentlemen, uh, do you have a message for all the Medibas fans and supporters out there? Uh, I will start with you, Dapula, and finish off with the coach. Oh, yeah. Basically, I'd just like to say thank you, first of all, backing us from Varsity Shield and coming back to Varsity Cup. Like, we'd love for them to keep on backing us. And, yeah, basically, on and off the field, we're going to try and do our best for them and give them hope, as I said before, basically. Coach? Yeah, from our side, enthusiasm wins. So we're going to be very enthusiastic. We're going to leave it all on the field. And uh, we actually can't wait to get back um, to finish this Varsity Cup well and get back in front of our own crowds back at Madiba Stadium. So please support us and uh, get behind the boys. Uh, I must say they've worked hell of a hard during difficult times in uh, lockdown to get their fitness levels to the next level. And hopefully they can, uh, can prove to the whole uh, Madiba's family um, that they're really going to fight for them. No, 100%. Uh, anyway, uh, good luck, uh, gentlemen, uh, with the season ahead. All the best. Uh, we will fully be behind the Madiba's uh, army. And uh, hopefully you guys can represent Kabeha uh, very well on the field as well. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks.
Thanks, Nathan. Thanks, man. So that was a team ca um, cap coach and captain, Andre Sudo and Leona Dapula of Madiba's rugby side. Next, we cross over to a press conference with the Momentum Protest coach, Gilton Mureng. So do enjoy it. You know, there are times where before you say something, you got to think hard and deep because there's a greater possibility, it is a reflection of either the psyche, the mentality, the character in the person, or it reflects a bit of background. And for fear of exposing where you come from, you think twice and consider perspective. In your face. In the, in the olden days when Jesus Christ went on through his lessons, he was never specific in his references. He would always use symbols. Because whenever a symbol is used in a process where something has to be rectified, none of us gets consumed. If I were to refer to somebody who would I would put it like that because I am. But if I were not, then I would put it in a way that has respect in what I'm referring to. I hope you understand. I don't... Started. Coach Hilton, thank you so much for your time. Coach, uh, could you just give us an assessment of the ODI series that are taking place here in Lucknow in terms of your thoughts, uh, what has worked for the team, and how happy are you as a side going forward? Uh, good afternoon, KK, and good afternoon, everyone. Um, I think, KK, for us, uh, uh, everyone in the camp is very happy with the outcome that uh, we have achieved as a team thus far. It has been very taxing, uh, one of those most difficult, challenging tours since the day we landed. Uh, I think going into that 60-day quarantine was already a test for each and everyone in the squad. And the way everyone bounced back from that uh, after the quarantine or the number of days that we had to prepare going into the a very, very difficult series. And how each and everyone responded on the tour, whoever was given opportunity to pick up their hand, was very good to see from our side. And uh, what also was pleasing is Every, every single day, it was somebody different picking up their hands. And most of our seniors uh, in the squad started taking responsibility. We all spoke about. That was very encouraging to see. And the youngsters in the squad also pushing for places, also giving an account for a good account for themselves on this condition. So overall, the desired results that uh, we came here, uh, we knew that we wanted to achieve, see we can win the series, especially after the last time we were here how things didn't go away and we started working on those kind of things. It was see, good to see how, especially playing against Spinners and our model order, the consistency is starting to show. So as overall, it was a good team performance and very pleased with the um, end result. Thank you, Coach. Are we heading into the T20s uh, starting on Saturday, back-to-back -back T20s. What will be the approach and what are you hoping to achieve for that uh, T20 series? Well, the momentum is what the uh, momentum process at the moment going into the T20 series. We know we're playing one of the, again, very good sides when it comes to this format. It's going to be a very competitive one. It's, uh, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be it's going to boil down to a game we want it best or want it most on the day because uh, the two sides are very competitive when it comes to this format. And yes, it's a team that has been in the final and it's a team that... Uh, we feel that even even the, the, the result that happened in the ODI is not going to matter much going into 
the first game because they want to come in and make right and make sure they win this upcoming series. So for South Africa, momentum process is to make sure that uh, we got against that. As a team and players need to focus on the next series coming now and make sure that we can compete because it's going to be very tough. But I think it's a great opportunity again for the team to see uh, how we go about it and uh, to be able to compete against a team that we know they play well and also look forward into the building towards the, the year and opportunities now to be given in the T20s and see how they go. And for us as a team to start growing in this format, we feel that uh, it's a format that we feel that uh, every single day that we play, we're getting better at it as a team, is to see now how we're going to go about it in the next year. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate that. Uh, for those uh, you recognize, uh, you can take the first question, please. Thanks, KK. Thanks, Hilton. Congratulations on your series win. Um, Hilton, we spoke with um, Sunei yesterday and just looked at the stats, and South Africa's performance against spin is vastly improved from the last time they were in India, so much so that India's spinners have had their worst home series in terms of spin. So I'm just wondering, um, from a technical point of view, you know, besides playing Pakistan in Durban, what things have you guys been been working on that has uh, accounted for this massive improvement? No, post the so the tour that we had yeah in uh, in India the last time, we had to sit down and look at the team as well, how how we can improve on this because a lot of teams not as strong as us. They saw it as a weakness, they identified it as a weakness against our team, and we started having enough that in terms and we had even with every time that we had. We brought in consultants, experts that could help and give an advice. And each and every single day, players had to, even the bowlers, had to learn how to play against winners and how to get a strike against. Because the biggest thing for us, we got bugged down and it was becoming difficult to score. And it became one of those norms now in the camps that even when players go home, it's something that they need to make sure they keep watching because you never know. And how they played on these surfaces and they, how they counted the Indian spinners, it was very pleasing to see that... Uh, all the hard work that's been put in over the last year and a half, two years, we're starting to see the, uh, the rewards of it. And for us as a team, it's one of those that we can do, but we understand that we keep working on it and we can only improve from, from your own. Thank you, Coach. Uh, Gomesh, you can go ahead. Hi, Hilton. Congratulations on the series win. My question is that ahead of the series, uh, uh, you were you guys were expecting the pitches to turn a lot as it used to in India. Were you surprised about the conditions, the way it behaved throughout the series? I think the first day we practiced there, we we could see that it's a very it's a very good cricket ground. I think what we identified as a team is uh, that enough for every for every discipline we follow the pitches areas. They will get the desired results and as well as the, the better. And as far as then, we were not sure how much we we're going to get in the day. And uh, the way the conditions played, I think at the end of the day, it's there to adapt. And the players adapted adapt well and they look to stay on top of the bowlers where they could. So, yes, you expected the, the weakest to turn more than what they did. But uh, what we got in the day and how everyone adapted on those conditions was very pleasing to see. Thank you. Thank you, Gomesh. Uh, Percy, you can go ahead, please. 
Thank you so much, Kijk. Um, Goeiedag, Sie Hilton. Hilton, dit is een baie geluk met jou en jou groep, meneer. Hilton, kan ek nie vraag, uh, uh, ter opsomming net, um, waarin skryf jy julle sukses toe in die eendag reeks? Ek wil ek nie vraag, wat gaan julle benadering nou wees? Julle turnaround ons baie kort voor Saturdagse eerste keer toondag wester. Wat gaan die benadering nou wees? En dan nie die ander deel van die vraag is dat, jy het bijvoorbeeld een speler soos Lizelle Lee, wat nou die beste cover in eendag cricket is, vir vrouwe cricket is. Beteken dat sy 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 uitgemaakte speler vir bijvoorbeeld vir die korter formaat wat julle nou aangaan, die, die T-toondag reeks? Goeie uh, baie dankie, weer eens, en ek, ek moet sê, uh, Lezelle is, is een speler wat baie hard gewerk het, en uh, in die formaat wat ons gevoel het, die lang formaat, die 50 ouwer, is uh, ons het altijd gevoel, sê het die vermoe, om, om een beter, uh, vir ons deze resultate te geven. want het ons altijd die begin gegeven, wat nooit langer ge, gekolf, en, en ons het gevoel is, as jy dit kan recht kree, en as jy kan werk aan dit, die spanning gaan beter resultate hee, want sê is een speler wat baie vinnig, uh, uh, logisch aanteken, dat jy nou hoog tempo, en sy daar gaan werk, en krediet gaan na toe, en allemaal wat uh, rondom haar gewerk het in die span, om seker te maak, sy kan uh, concentreer om seker te maak, sy word beter dan dit, en het een aspect van die van haar game, wat sy aan haar gewerk het, en is baie, baie belo, want um, het is baie trots om te sien, hoe dit nou, die resultate wat ons nou gesien het, en wat sy nou vir herself vind, en ek denk oor die algemeen, met die format wat ons inkom, ons weet nou, dat gaan die paar twee spanen nou by mekaar bring, Spanne die, die, die is nou 30 overs minder en al twee spanne speel baie goed in hierdie formaat en meeste van die spelers speel so baie in hierdie leefkast oorals in die wereld. So dit gaan een goeie competitie wees en competitie wees want ons weet hoe gevaarlijke spelers ons bezel lee in hierdie formaat kan wees en ons het een paar van die type spelers in die span en in die groep wees vir al die jongens wat uh, een geleentheid gaan kreeg om te wees wat hulle kan doen. So ons sien uit daarna En oor die algemeen um, is hoe ons, ons bowlers die kondities aangepak het in die ODI. Het was die makkelijke kondities, vooral na die eerste 10 overs, om te bowl nie. En op die tweede, ons was um, beter sy self tijd gegeer het in die middel, om hulle sy vakant te geem, wat die sê, vooral ons middelorde, hoe hulle toen uh, hulle handen opgesteek het. En op die einde van die dag, ek denk, ons, ons senior spelers is bezig om verantwoordelijkheid te vat, en mens kan het sien, hoe elke, elke lewe dag is die nieuwe een, een of twee van die sneerspelers, wat een groot rol speel in die game, en om seker te maak ons kree die, 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 die resultaat wat ons wil heer te span. So, oor die algemeen, ek denk, sneerspelers het begin aan die basis te kom, en dit is iets wat ons uh, baie hard aan gepraat het met mekaar, en ons is baie trots op wat ons so ver gesien het. Thank you, coach. Thanks, Percy. Dayton, uh, you can go ahead. Hi, Hilton. Congrats on the, on the win that side. Just in terms of the tour itself, um, there's no things like sightseeing, going out, giving the girls a rest, they're doing their own thing. Um, what have you put in place or what have you done with the squad to just keep them occupied in the hotel when want to give them a, a rest day after, after a grueling day on the field? I, th- I think what... Uh... The schedule that we we found and when we got here and everything we knowing that when we came here, everything is going to be on top of each other. I think most of the players, like I said, we have a majority of senior players. We play that that uh, preferred when when it's a off day, they just um, do their own thing. And then where we can have discussions and speak to youngsters and just keep them focused on you know the turnaround and make sure that uh, they fresh for the next day and then because of the games are so on top of each other and you can't afford to actually um, blink because when you look again, you'll be behind in the series. 
And I also must also say, as far as keeping them fresh and making them sure that they're ready, the medical team has played a big part in that. And where psychology is needed, the players need to speak to people, we also put that in place that uh, we can support players because at the end of the day, all you do is go to ground, come back to your hotel, and there's not much to do also, and mostly to move on. You can find to, to the hotel, and from there, we need to make the best of it. I think Aaron, uh, the bubble that we had in, in Durban also helped prepare the players mentally to know that so when you get yourself in that environment, uh, what, what is the kind of thing you can keep yourself busy with, make sure that uh, you switch off and at the end of the day, you don't completely switch off on what needs to happen on the day. So how they handle themselves and how the recovery and uh, rest period was handled so to keep everyone fresh has been very good. And it's something that we're learning, like you say, it's only our second bubble. So... There's a lot of learning sometimes you take from the first one going into the second one, you try things. And then players, how they respond, that's thus far they've been responding well. And most of them, when it's time uh, off cricket, they, they don't want to be talking about cricket, they just want to relax. Maybe catch up with family and those kind of things, and maybe some crap movies, just to relax and stay away from the game so that when, the, when they're required to do a job, they under and focus on. Thank you, Coach. Uh, Zahir, you can go ahead. I'm a high Elton. Uh, congratulations on the, on the series win. Um, I'll just have a question. Um, in the, the the team has now won a series, a, a clean sweep against Pakistan. They've they've beaten India away. Um, and 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 different people have have put up their hands at different times. Um, but you you've got two players who are coming back from injury. Um, is it a situation where? They just walk straight back into the side, or is there a discussion of what they need to do to get back into the side now? No, considering I, you've I done think, this well. Uh, thanks, Ayir. I think where they are, they're also watching the game and we're keeping in touch with everything that is happening. So I think uh, at the end of the day, your best, best cricketers will always, always play. I think, uh, yes, you look into form, you look at what, what, what the caliber of player comes in and what kind of skill is there. What, what is good for us now, we're starting to see different people, like you said, are putting up their hands. So which means the competition in the size becomes better and we're starting to push in the right direction as a team. And you can see overall as good performances since we started with the Pakistan. A lot of accolades and a lot of achievements done by different players uh, who, who have actually been doing well in the team. So it's good for us and as management as a country to see how, and we're very happy for them also when they get these rewards because we're putting in a lot of hard work. So those coming in, they're just going to strengthen the squad. And at the end of the day, I think it boils down to who's best for suited for the condition and what combinations work. Because now there's enough players to pick from and there's a bigger pool of players. And at the end of the day, goes, it's about the team and how the team is forward. And the team needs to stay competitive at all times. And, and Hilton, just to follow up on that, um, you, um, you, you obviously haven't had done it for a while, but... But you, you saw Sunay's captain, and then we saw Laura also captaining. How, how happy it must be for a coach to see that you can, that you've got three, I mean, you've got three leaders now, and, and potentially more also in that side that the leadership core is growing within the team, um, and that you're finding leaders that you might possibly, um, not have gone. Zahir. Mm. Uh, I didn't get the last part, but uh, regarding the, the leadership, I think at the end of the day, there's been a couple, a couple of youngsters in the squad that's already been part of the team that has been exposed to their role, and it's good to see how 
when they're given the opportunity or they're given the responsibility, how they went about it. At the end of the day, uh, the more leaders we have in the squad, the more leaders we have in the team, the team can get stronger because there's enough ideas, there's maturity is settling in the side and how we think and plan. Most of them can start understanding what is it that needs to happen as a team because you're not always expecting the captain to be taking leadership. You expect players also in their individual roles where they can captain their space to be leaders in that uh, in their department or in leading them uh, in their space. So overall for us, it's been very good. I, I think the way things happen now, it's given us uh, opportunity to see how other players are going, especially the young ones. So the leadership that as we, we've seen now does found the store. Is, is, is telling us that the team is moving in the right direction because whoever came in took the leadership role, uh, they're still moving in the right direction. They're making sure that the team is still executing what we plan out to do as a team. And we work, we're working extremely hard to make sure that at the end of the day, our objectives as a team are being achieved uh, by whoever is leading the team. And how the, sub, uh, the leadership, uh, the seniors have been supporting whichever leader has been given the team. Thank you, Coach. Uh, Sony, you can go ahead. Um, thanks, KK. Um, congratulations, Hilton, and morning colleagues. Um, Laura on Sunday admitted that the batting has been under scrutiny, and it's been something obviously that's come up um, a number of times um, over the months, I think, or over the years. What's made the difference um, going into India? And also, has there been a mental shift in terms of how you approach um, other teams? I mean, you've beaten New Zealand. You've beaten um, England as well. You've now also beaten um, India. So is there a mental shift? And if so, when can you isolate when exactly that kind of started happening? I think everything as far as mental shift is, uh, is, is uh, concerned has happened for us when we landed in New Zealand. I think the build-up towards that, I think the last tour before that was the India tour that we had, which wasn't good. And we had three months to work and uh, discuss. I think we sat down and we, uh, we, we had to have the object with all our batters because we felt that uh, I think for those that have been following Momentum Pro, just know that uh, the inconsistency that has been happening in the batting unit has been, has been, has been far too big and uh, we, had, we had good performances far in between. So those kind of things we had to knuckle down and we started checking about it and we had to work. Because we knew as our bowling unit is still one of the best bowling units in world cricket, and irrespective of what conditions we see them, they find a way, and which we felt was not the case. But the betting unit, hence, they started working, and where we could get help from the high performance with consultants that have been there, we've utilized that. And I think since we landed in New Zealand, the, the turning point for us, we felt mentally started, and uh, our attitude towards the entire betting and how we see it. And, who we're facing and you know, those kind of plans, we started plotting uh, a way for our better to do that. So during lockdown, when we, as soon as we started going back, it's something we continued to work and we started working and continued working. So it never stopped. So it's something that as a team as well that we feel that when we can start betting well, we have a, a bowling unit that can actually set up games for us. But it's going to require each and everyone to make sure that as a, when your job is to bet, is to make sure that you see it to it. And you take care of businesses better, but uh, how they've been managing their space and how each and everyone has gone. I think when you look at in the beginning, you had the two openers that have been superb. If you look at their record, it speaks for itself, and the middle order now is starting to fire. So there's enough uh, a talent, like we always say, in the country, and then uh, it's good to see now the, the betting unit is starting to move in the right direction. Although we are always, we, we can still agree that uh, there's still a lot of work to be done there. 
and it's something that uh, we can keep improving on is one of those. So, but how the overall end of this uh, conditions as far as invariability. I think we play two subcontinent teams now and now they come back against one. It's showing that there's improvement. Thank you, Tony. Uh, Komesh, you can go ahead again. Yeah, thanks. Uh, now, Hilton, Sunil is bowled only nine overs through this series. Uh, was there any reason why she didn't bowl as much as she used to? And is this something that we will be seeing in the T20 series as well? No, that, uh, Komesh, I think for us, yes, yeah, we are aware of that. It's just at the end of the day, it's, uh, she's always spoiled with so much choices and being captain also. At times, uh, they, they read the game and they see things differently and they try plans. It's not uh, um, for us that if you didn't bowl, yeah, it can happen in the future. But as an opportunity, she will. But uh, overall, the bowler that she's fallen has done the job and she, she felt confident enough that she uh, didn't have to because the other bowlers are taking care of her. And, so, and all she had to do is uh, focus on her role as a captain and then sit there and keep working on that. Thank you, uh, Commissioner Fidos. You can go ahead. No, it had been a while before the series since Mignon had scored uh, a half century in ODIs. And I suppose, you know, her reputation precedes her. But it's kind of a two-part thing. Were you sort of getting worried about when she was going to score big runs again? Or did you kind of just know it was always coming? And was there any uh, specific work that was put in before maybe the summer or the series just to really get her to step up? No, I think from the stepping up part, there's uh, a lot of conversations that we have because we felt we know what the quality cricketer she is. Yes, and she's taking it out on herself, not because she feels she's not, she hasn't been contributing as uh, she would have liked and to a caliber because she's one of the experienced batters in the middle order. And then uh, other than that, she's been working extremely hard. She's one of the hardest workers. And you know, when, when we had training grounds, we see how these players are working hard. Yeah. You feel for them at the end of the day that they went to the results are not coming, but at the end of the day, we knew it was going to come. And at end of, it, like we said, the once we, we identified a lot of key things we need to work on, we're slowly starting to see that. And it was very pleasing to see how she went in the last few minutes. And you can see the confidence is there. And it's something we feel that now we can build on that. And we can just keep getting back to the million that we know we can, uh, we can bet, uh, like the way she bet it now. Sorry, Hilton, and just to follow on that. Um, Lara Goodall actually, uh, you know, dedicated her, her match-winning knock to you and said you kind of stuck with her when she felt like she maybe wasn't performing. Is it just something where you kind of have a hunch, okay, this, this one is worth sticking with? Because, you know, you seem to have had it with Mignon, you've had it with Lara. Like, are you kind of a talent spotter? <laughs> <laughs> I won't say I'm a talent spotter. I think you look, uh, you said with uh, the lecture, you said with everyone, Lara is a very talented cricketer. And yes, she hasn't been put in the performances. And it's something that we kept working because we thought she's still a young cricketer. And at the end of the day, it's a left and better. So it's, you you don't find a lot in the women's game these days, especially in our country. So persisting with her, we knew that the talent is there for us just to make sure start realizing how to, to go about it and learning a way and finding a way as a cricketer. But uh, she's slowly getting there. He'll also agree that although has been grafting a lot. There's still a lot of work to be done, and so far we've seen the right uh, signs are there. And then, and hopefully now in the future, now we can start uh, talking and having a different conversation. And because he's got a quality. We see it every day when we practice how she goes about it, how things work. It's just down when she steps over the rope to make sure that she starts putting a lot of those performances together now to 
also put up a hand and say, Jesus, like, Jesus, and I can do a job at this role, and I'm ready to be able to take it whenever I'm given the opportunity. Thanks, uh, Fidosa. Percy, you can go ahead with the second last question. Thank you so much, Kekai. Hilton, this is for Fidosa, 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 for Um, um, coach, sê gauw vanaf my in die aanloop tot die 22 reeks, het jy die liekse soos by die manspan, het jy die liekse van een groot groep wat jy nieuwe spelers gebruik vir die 22 groep, of gaan jy voort met die momentum van die eendag groep vir jou 22 reeks ook? Nou, oké. Persie, in verband met die met die kontrakte, ja, die is uh, allemaal sit om die tafel en ons bespreek en ons geef wat ons gaan, die jaar wat ons ons sinds vond, ons weet ons gaan na die 60 over wereldbeker toe, en daarna is er die 22 reeds in Birmingham die Commonwealth Games. So jy sit en kyk en dit gaan oor beplanning en wat ons kyk en waarna ons gaan en waarna ons werk. En dan kyk jy wat jy het en die spelers wat jy het in jy groep en daar rondom sit ons en besete wat geneem aan verband met kontakte. En oor die 22 reeds, ons het ons gebruik wat ons het in die obitoer en as net soveel spelers wat jy kan heel op die toer, en van die dag, maar kan jy maar kyk hoe hier die kombinatie met mekaar sit, want as jy het op die van die dag, na die wereldbeker wat nou kom, as die Commonwealth en net as die wereldbeker by die huis in die industrie, so, daar is baie om vir te werk, as baie vir om te speel, vir al die jong speler, so, hulle gaan geleentere gegeen word om te speel, en soos hulle geleentere kreeg, moet hulle maar wees wat hulle kan doen, en ek bedoel, as nog baie tijd vir hulle, vir al moet die keetwene gereeks, om te kan leer en speel, en op die einde van die dag, jy weet wanneer jy die wereldbeker die huis, hoe meer opties jy het op ons kondities, hoe baie beter genoteerd, en die enigste kans vir hulle om te groei is, om kans te trim te speel, so, ja, die keerders kyk na daarna, en hulle kyk in syke opties, en hoe ons nou voor en toe kan beweeg as een span, op die einde van die dag, ons wil net seker maak, ons kom by een kombinatie wat vir ons werk, in die formaat waar ons is al twee keer gewees, in die semifinaal, so, is iets van die wat ons moet kyk na hoe krijg ons ons daar as een span in een finaal, so het gaan baie gekryd wees om eendag in die finaal, dat wanneer dit gebeur, dat het in die thuis wereldbeker wees. Thank you, Percy. Zaheb, you'll take the last question. Hi, Alton. I'm not sure if this was asked already, but just in terms of looking ahead to the T20 series now, you are on a high, obviously after the one day is, um, you know, how do you just maintain, you know, the, the balance and the composure going to the T20 series that the, that the girls don't don't get ahead of themselves? And, and also just, um, I'm not 100% sure, is Tasman Brits still on the tour or has she come home? And, and if she is, the influence she had in the Pakistan series, are you expecting something similar from her again? Thank you, Zahir. I think uh, on that note, uh, I would like to... Um, we are thinking of uh, Tasman and her family uh, 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 to go home uh, uh, this is even uh, before and then uh, I think she's going on her family going for a difficult time. Yes, she's been a very intact uh, in the last series and it's clear that we felt that there could have been an opportunity now to see how she But uh, for us as a team now, I think the players had their time yesterday to celebrate and and uh, enjoy 
so much coach and thank you members of the media for taking the time to join us for this press conference we look forward to engaging with you guys once the t20s get started on saturday evening take care and have a good afternoon uh, so that was a hilton ring coach of the momentum protests that concludes this week's show of the bench warmer catch, catch us next week at same time at five to six on fridays um, on madiba's radio the best youth station in the bay Go on with your back, so no.